You're listening to Insights for Living with Pastor Boju Oyemade. Pastor Boju is the senior pastor of the Covenant Nation. God is on your side. And you can and should run to him and find that comfort and assurance in his presence. They asked Muhammad Ali what is home. He said home is the only place after you have been beaten in a fight that you are welcome and loved. Every other place is based on your performance. Home is based on that relationship. Which means that home is where they will still say they love, don't worry. And when, see, God is home. It's whom you can go to at any time and his disposition towards you is such, which means he's at peace, all right, towards you. Our faith now becomes a fixed attitude, which means that this is the steadying influence. Everything and everybody can change. You can change on your own self. You can carry guilt on your own self. You can go into a pity party. You can be discouraged. You can turn against yourself. But God in heaven will never turn against you. Now, let me explain this so we understand. When God nudges you to do something, and you disobey. It is not for his sake. Or that he's now having fits in heaven. It's for your sake he tells you. Wake up and pray. It's for your sake he tells you. Don't do this thing. It's for your sake he leads you. And tells you do this particular thing. Alright. Now if you don't do it. It's because he sees something coming. And says, look, if you don't pray, if you don't do this, if you don't do this, there's something that has been hatched in the realm of the spirit. Something is coming your way. So he nudges you. But if you don't do it and you run into serious trouble, right, he now comes again and says, all right, let's see how we can get you out of this trouble that you caused. It's not that he himself now gets angry and says, ah, ah, ah. Now, if you are unaware about the laws of gravity, you jump from three-story building and land. Bam. All right? It doesn't change the love your parents have for you. It's not they'll tell you you are stupid. Do you get what I'm saying here? You, very, 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 you mean you saw the you jumped and you, you didn't know that you're going to. But they're still your father. They will carry you to the, God forbid, but they'll carry you there. I'm saying sorry. I hope this pain is over, but they are carrying you. So the love is there. So God himself, all right, will still come. He, but he has warned you that when you do things that contradict his will, when you walk according to the flesh, you are sowing seeds into the earth. Those seeds are going to grow. Those seeds can cause certain hurt and damage in time and eternity. So he's giving you the information. Now, if you choose that you continue, all right, and you now run into the real consequence of it and come and meet him, all right, he will also show mercy and intervene with angels to deliver you and to help you. But let me, we don't like saying this, but we should say the truth. He will help you and restore, but everything cannot be completely restored. And one of the reasons is that you will learn a lesson for life. Kenneth Hagin talked about the fact that he walked in disobedience. He felt one time his hand got broken and that he still has some little pain. The hand can't do everything. He says, God said, we left so that you will remember. So when they perceived Paul, he perceived. That's why you shouldn't go and start toying with sin and thinking that we can just be toying with sin. He perceived that this voyage was to hurt and damage. 
They went on with it. When they ran into trouble and Paul started praying, the angel of the Lord came. But the angel said, listen, we'll save your life. We'll save everybody. But the sheep and the property is gone. But you'll start again. But we'll save. So it is better when God says something to you. He's not saying it because you're doing it will make him God. He's saying it to you. And this is what this relationship is about. He wants to teach you about this earth. He wants to open your eyes to see the spiritual laws that govern so that you can enter into things and he can demonstrate powerful things through you. All right? But you've got to understand that this is his disposition, all right, towards you there, which means that his disposition is one of peace. His disposition is one of love. J.B. Stoney, all right, a great evangelical, wrote this about 120 years ago. He said, how do you know? Well, I have the book. He said, the blessed Lord never alters or diverges from the acceptance in which he has received us. And we need to tell Christians the truth so that people understand. Because people do things and say, it's because God just wants me to do this. And God is telling you for your own sake. He said, your wickedness can't hurt me to hurt a man like you. Your righteousness can't add anything to me. It can only bless people around you. When I warn you, I'm warning you because these things will destroy your soul. When I tell you that do it this way and love people and forgive, it's because of certain things. It says, the blessed Lord never alters or diverges from the acceptance, which was even after man's sin, Adam in the garden, God even still came to clothe him. That's God. That's his disposition. He said, took clothing and put the thing that said, at least we can go this far. What he put was nakedness was showing. He said, no, 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 let's change this to show his disposition. So, in which he has received us, not diverges from the acceptance in which he has received us because of the death and resurrection of Jesus. Alas, we may diverge from the state in which God can be towards us as recorded in Romans 5, 1 to 11. Many suppose that they, because they have become conscious of sin, God has changed and that they must renew their acceptance. The truth is, God has not altered. His eyes rest on the work accomplished through Christ. When you're not walking in the spirit, you are in the flesh. You have turned to the old man. You have to be restored to a fellowship. You've got to judge your own self, all right? And when you return, you'll find his acceptance for you has not changed. All right, so you understand this and you have to pray this, all right, by yourself or your family members because out of ignorance, you may be doing things that can be harmful to you, that you don't know the laws, that can be harmful to people in your environment. So you constantly have to pray for that cleansing power of the blood of Jesus Christ, for forgiveness. That's why it says if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we still need the blood of Jesus to cleanse us from sin because there are things you don't know. All right? I mean, as a pastor, when I pray over congregation, I pray that, look, people may be doing things in ignorance that can create things within their lives. Lord, have mercy. Lord, just have mercy. They are going through things. Let them not be separated from the love, all right, of Jesus Christ. Whatever happens, have mercy there. Consider the blood. And you are interceding. That's what intercession is about. Which means God even came and said, I want to judge. He said, then he looked for somebody. That's God's disposition. He looked for somebody who will give him the legal framework where he will restore the person in mercy rather than use judgment. 
and is looking for that. So, God's basis must be our basis. His acceptance of us in Christ is not in ourselves. Christ's sacrifice has cleared the legal obstacles he had. So him accepting us unconditionally, which means now he can do it and remain just. Because somebody else paid the debt. So he can show mercy and remain just. And let me just say this about him. Haven't done this work. Somebody goes into disability and sows bad seeds. Now, and this is the second party of receiving his mercy and kindness. The legal framework in the realm of the spirit that gives God the opportunity to forgive and to cleanse the earth of your wrongdoing. In other words, when we say they cleanse the earth, which means let's say you did something wrong in an office and, and it's, you've been blacklisted. For God to be able to come and blot that thing out of the earth so that it doesn't affect you getting hired in future or positions, or let's assume that uh, somebody becomes something and says, ah, my friend, my friend, or I come and become a commissioner, a minister, and then somebody brings out, the, oh, God, this man did this oh, 15 years ago. For the earth to be cleansed of that record, the legal way he can do it is that you forgive other people of what they did to you. So, somebody comes into your own company, you start, and steals. God says, oh boy, let this person go. The reason why he's telling you to let them go is so that anything you did wrong, he can have that legal framework. That this person, let this person go. So, on this, actually, he should reap this, but because he has planted this seed, we can reverse this thing over his head. Do you get what I'm saying? That's why cursing your enemies... You are putting the wrong thing. Because the day you make a mistake and somebody else causes, the angel of God will be standing. This is why you need to walk in mercy and walk in forgiveness and build a, a, a spiritual bank account on the earth of mercy. So that if something, all right, goes wrong on this earth, and God wants to begin to show, that's why he says, a man that helps the poor and shows mercy, he says, in the day of his need, he will not lack a helper. There are things he wants to teach that sometimes even people in the world have entered into. That his own children are saying, I'm the righteous of God in Christ, and they are not smart in this. Relationships are more important than money. Understand that. If you, listen to me, nobody has, listen to me, when they say somebody doesn't have money, it is that he doesn't have friends. It is a law. That's what Jesus was saying about that man who said the, the children of this world are wiser. All right, the servant told me, this is a Christian minister, I told me, he said, you see these people, they'll be doing all these things, they fast twice a week. I went somewhere, went in the hotel, I was staying in Abuja, and the lady there, I saw her, she was doing it, I said, what are you doing? 6 p.m. She said, I'm observing my prayers. I mean, she's a Christian denomination, but we pray every watch. Pentecostals. Even wake up in the morning, they always go saying, pray now, pray now, pray. Just say something. Okay, confess. I'm tired. Uh, I'm tired. And then when they get to know, I'm the righteous of God in Christ. And God, ah. This thing is governed by laws. Everything is based on law of cause and effect. Anything you see, something caused it to happen. And he wants to show you the things in this earth so that you can behave in a certain way. 
So, to believe and consent to be loved, all right, while unworthy is the great secret, which means to know that even when I don't feel like I should be loved, God loves me. When I don't think that I deserve that love, I can go there and say, God, your love is unconditional. That's the great, that's how you start experiencing his love and worshiping him. This Sunday, the Covenant Nation welcomes you to worship with us in the city of Port Harcourt. Whether you live or walk within or around the Garden City, you can now join Pastor Bodu Oyemade as he shares practical insights from God's Word applicable to your life right now. Join us this Sunday, 30th January 2022 for our inaugural Sunday service. Holding at Genesis Deluxe Cinemas 39, Tombia Street, GRA Port Harcourt, River State. Time is 9 a.m. Invite family members, invite friends. Come, let's experience worship and the word in another dimension. Powered by the Covenant Nation. And in closing, let me just say this here. As one of the, I just want to share one of the secrets here to receiving kindness. I mean, that God has taught me. Okay? One thing is this, you've got to understand. This kindness that we're talking about, God uses people to demonstrate it in your life. Even the kindness of your salvation here to use somebody, Jesus, to come in flesh to fulfill it. So it is fulfilled by men. Look, if you want to know something, understand this. But the Harrison said they were praying for money. Reverend Jerry Savell told him, he said, listen, when we look at the scriptures, God never said pray for money, he said pray for people. He said pray for those who are authority. He said these things are always in the hands of people. Now, somebody can come to meet you and give you, let's say, 500,000. You thank God for 500,000, but you don't thank him for that person's act of love. Do you get what I'm saying here? You don't, you don't just say, they can be, Father, I thank you for this. You raise the 500,000 over the person who did it. You go and thank God for the job, but you don't thank God for the boss who gave you the job. After some time, you start fighting the person who used kindness to give you. Well, let me not just say some things. All right? Out of kindness, they did something to give you, and then you're fighting the person now. I said, I have my job. I have my job. My job. You know, when the prodigal son realized heaven was angry with him, that there's a problem here. The Bible says he was eating with pigs. Why? Because no man gave to him. Anywhere you are today is because somebody was kind to you. Do you get what I'm saying? You enter a company, you are causing trouble. What if they didn't start the company? You are troubling the person. I don't understand how they do things. Okay, the person says, okay, I'm closing my company. Be going. I'm not doing again. I'm not doing entrepreneur again. Oh, yeah, be going. Will you have a job? Do you know what the person went through, the sleepless nights they went through? Do you know what the wife of that person sacrificed or their husband to cause that company to be in existence? You enter into the place, you're a beneficiary of the kindness of somebody. And you start causing trouble. Because you are thinking money, not people. So in praising and thanking God, don't just thank him for things, thank him for people. For those he used, all right, to help you. 
And, and when you go back, all right, to your life from the beginning, from your parents, that's why the Bible says you don't honor your father and mother, all right, because the work your mother did was an act of kindness. Nobody paid her. You didn't pay her till now. You're even shouting again after all the work they did for you and the sacrifice they made. Do you get what I'm saying? I'm talking again, but you're speaking English. The English, they use their money to, to send you to school. If they didn't use their money, you'll, not be, you'll be using your, 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 your town's language to talk. Are you following what I'm saying? Are you thank him for those people in your life? Uh, you worship him because the people, I mean, someone asked me, said, ah, did you ever think of giving up ministry? Of course, I mean, you go through things. And you consider, I mean, there was a time, I mean, you can start a church, the number is 121, and then you look at it, and say, okay, God, you are helping us. The next Sunday, you are 37. And everybody, when they were leaving, said, great service, I'll be back. You know how people can be, I'll be back. I'll be back. Pastor, good word. <laughs> That's the last time you may see them. Say, but you said, you yourself, you are confused, but you said good word. What, what happened? There was a guy that came to me just back then. He said, Pastor, you know this person, I don't think it's painted the way you're going to paint. I said, okay, we'll do it. No, 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 no. I came to tell you. I came to tell you we're taking care of everything. We're painting everything. I've not seen that guy till now. <laughs> Who that take your heart up like this, heart down like that? Are you in business? If you're an entrepreneur, you know, okay, we said, we you can see what it's like. But on a side there, it's not easy. It's, it's tough to build things. I mean, people make promises, they don't answer you. They'll put off the phone. I mean, someone told me, said, to get a job, I had to market and bring 10 million. People promised me on the day to collect money, all of them switch off their phone. Why do you promise somebody to switch off the phone? Why? So if anybody comes and says, here is money. Go and thank God for that person. Go back into your life. Everybody that has shown you acts of kindness, thank God, all right, for the kindness that they showed. Thank him, because to him that has shall be given. To him that has not, even that which remains will be taken away. Thank him for that. And then finally, let me share this with you, and it's a secret here. When you help people, you are to help people hoping for nothing in return. In other words, a generous person is somebody that helps. I mean, all right, helps people and forgets. Which means when you meet the person and the person says that, oh, you remember when so and so, I can't remember. Now, generosity is helping people not knowing. But, all right, in this covenant. People, you help, you forget. But those that help you, write their names down. Those that showed you unusual acts of kindness in their lives, open it and put their names down. Have a record of those that have helped you. Let me tell you why. There's witchcraft in this world where people are manipulated into taking their precious things to give it to people that don't love them, that don't care about them, while they ignore the very people that care about them and the people, all right, that love them. So, it has to be, you, 
you, you, now it's not that the lady puts you under influence, but you must be under an influence if your mother that sacrificed everything for you in this world is living in some battered place there, and you are chasing a girl, and, and, and you use 75 to 100,000 naira for a dinner to impress her. Something is wrong with your head. Something is wrong. Say, what do you want, lobsters? Your own mother is still grinding stuff, and you are buying lobsters. Somebody who poured their life, something is doing. Do you understand what I'm saying? That means, and that's what happens. People start spending their treasure to get an influence. And the world knows that. So they think that, look, we withdraw from you, we'll look like you, and all that, and create this impression. And then you now start thinking that you have this little success I have. Let me go and use it. So you'll see a lady, there's a guy that loves you, genuine love. Genuine from the heart, loves you. He's doing everything for you. you. You say, he's not my specs. The one that's your spec has three ladies with him. He's doing like, you're saying, that's a guy. They say, boy, yesterday, no, God will do it. God, my gay bush, let's fast. I say there's somebody that is give, with hearts with everything. It's not your specs. Look, 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 look. Specs change. Money changes specs. Before and after, cash will make somebody look good. You don't know? <laughs> but that somebody genuinely from their heart loves you is something God put in them. So what do you do? The Bible tells us to forgive everybody. After forg forgiveness is general. You can't hold anything against anybody. God causes his reign to fall upon the unthankful, the ungrateful, and the wicked. He says, be like your father who is in heaven. But the same Jesus who said that said, do not cast your pearls before the swine. Neither give holy things to dogs. There are some choice things that you give to the person who ends it. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's not indiscriminate. And this is what, this, there is something there. And people that have helped you in life. People that stood with you in life. I mean, I tell ministers, you have somebody who maybe when you were in the backside helped you while you were a young Christian, invested his life into you. You now look for one popular pastor and say, that's my spiritual father. When your real father was the one that helped you when you were in second, brought you up, taught you, you are now talking father. That man is somewhere you don't do anything for him. You are running with gifts to go and meet some. Do you get what I'm saying? And then they say, start, sit outside the office for two hours on top of your precious gift you brought. When if you went to them and say, you remembered me and you'll be in tears and pronounce words on you. Do you get what I'm saying? Pronounce words that you came back. Listen to me, God will lift you. And you ignore. And bring in this worldly thing into it. David went to look for Saul, Jonathan's seed. He did not forget. And in 2 Samuel 10, he went to look for the king's seed. He said, this king showed me kindness. I must show kindness back. As God begins to promote and bless you, the day you know you have given wrong is that you've helped somebody, is that they take, the, the Bible says, you cast your power for his right, they will take it and rend you. Walk upon it and insult you on top of what you have done as though it's not enough. Are you following what I'm saying? So have your niece out there. 
and write the names of the people. Ah, there are people that have helped me. I don't forget the people. In fact, there's one person that uh, did something. I heard him preach somewhere. I, at least I said, is this message you preached on YouTube? Because I listened to it. Very sound message, a friend of mine. I said, is it on YouTube? He said, yes, go on. I listened to it. I said, that's it. I will visit with you one day. He didn't know. And the day I visit with you, this country will know who you are. Because you don't forget people that showed up for you. At the expense of people that are from you. Do you get what I'm saying? Using all your cards to try to join something that, that don't, they don't really want you. And you ignore the people that have helped you. So write that list. Have it. Be in a covenant relationship with the people. All right? Be in it. And don't forget, be in a covenant relationship with those people. And when you tell your children, and listen to me, these families, these are the people that showed up for us. So that you do not offend a seed that is carrying something. Do you get what I'm saying? These are things you do on the earth that, that will make that things that will cause the kindness of God. Do you think that Boaz just went to meet Ruth by chance? He said, I heard of the kindness you showed to Naomi. He didn't give her that position based on it. We just think that he noticed that it was the kindness he had. You don't give that kind of thing to anybody. Be deep about life. It's a cycle of covenant. God bless you all. This Sunday, the Covenant Nation welcomes you to worship with us in the city of Port Harcourt. Whether you live or walk within or around the Garden City, you can now join Pastor Boju Oyemade as he shares practical insights from God's Word applicable to your life right now. Join us this Sunday, 30th January 2022 for our inaugural Sunday service, holding at Genesis Deluxe Cinemas 39, Tombia Street, GRA Port Harcourt, River State. Time is 9 a.m. Invite family members, invite friends. Come, let's experience worship and the word in another dimension. Powered by the Covenant Nation. This podcast is brought to you by the Covenant Nation. For more information, visit www.insightsforliving.org. Thank you and God bless.